but my name is Craig F and I'm a recovered compulsive overeater and I live in Broken Arrow, Oklahoma, which is a suburb of Tulsa, Oklahoma. Um, I, I'm going to give my experience uh, pretty quickly um, because I want to get to the strength and the hope that I have in this program today. I uh, believe I was born a compulsive overeater. Uh, my Some of my oldest memories are struggling for food. Um, I was uh, uh, raised in a small town in Kansas. My uh, uh, I, I spent a lot of time outdoors. I was athletic as a kid. Uh, the weight didn't come on until I was uh, in my later teens. I didn't start having weight problems, but I always had a food problem. And, and uh, I solved that problem by uh, hunting, fishing, uh, and gathering. Uh, my, we lived out in the country, and I knew where every fruit tree and, and strawberry patch and, and uh, within walking distance. And walking was, you know, f I mean, by that five or 10 miles from the house, I could get there, get back, and I could find any persimmon or strawberry mm -hmm. or, or uh, blackberry or uh, fishing hole that there was and bring it home and, and clean it and uh, made sure that I got uh, the food that I wanted. Um, and, uh, you know, that's quite a hobby for a 10-year-old boy, but uh, that, was, that, was my, uh, that was my mindset. Um, uh, I played basketball, I played football, I ran track, I played baseball uh, growing up, and my uh, uh, the weight didn't really start showing up until my junior year of high school, and then only slightly, and my coach put me on a diet, and I dropped it, and I thought that was pretty easy because I didn't, I didn't even give up sugared pop. I just changed my eating habits and dropped 20 pounds. I'm 6'4", by the way. Uh, and uh, so uh, anyway, I got married young uh, and my 20s and my 30s are a chronicle of weight loss and weight gain uh, that I'm not going to bore you with, but it included everything from trips to the paying ways uh, multiple times to uh, the going to the doctor and getting the 500 calorie a day diet and the uh, uh, shots uh, that were hormones distilled from the urine of pregnant women and vitamin B and all that stuff. I tried the drinking man's diet, which was a, uh, about a five ounce steak and a shot of whiskey three times a day. Uh, it worked. Uh, it's not very healthy. Uh, it worked. Um, and uh, for a while until my brother-in-law that was on it with me passed out and about killed himself. Um, and the, uh, you know, I, in other words, I, we did the cabbage soup cleanse. I say we, because my, uh, ex-wife was my, both my eating buddy and my diet buddy. We did the cabbage soup cleanses every now and then where that's all we'd eat for two weeks. And, and, uh, we'd lose weight and we would think we were cleaned out and all that, but we'd go right back to the food. I made and lost a lot of money during that time. I lived in Arizona. I was de developing houses. I have an architectural degree. Uh, I did well with that. Um, and, uh, but uh, savings and loan crisis uh, bankrupted me and, and, and uh, that uh, destroyed my marriage as, along as, with uh, my own uh, activities. At, I, at a, 
about that time, I went to a doctor. Uh, first time I stepped on a scale at over 400 pounds. Uh, the doctor told me I was going to drown in my own juices. That, that was a visual that uh, sickened me and scared me. And I said, that's it. I'm a strong-willed person. I'm an intelligent person. I can fix this. And I gritted my teeth and I clenched my fists. And I left that doctor's office saying, I'm never going to have to be that way again. Uh, 400 pounds, that's just too much. And I, I passed one fast food restaurant. I passed a second one and, and I pulled into the third one and got a couple of sandwiches because uh, it was lunchtime. And I said, I'll start in the morning. And uh, it took me a long time to understand what was happening to me that day. But what was happening to me was I was afraid. Uh, she scared me to death. And how do I handle fear? Uh, I medicate it. You know, I medicated it with food and uh, I didn't understand it then. I just knew that uh, the compulsion to eat those sandwiches was far beyond anything that clenched fists and, and gritted teeth could, could manage. Um, I, uh, uh, my wife decided she wanted out uh, of the marriage and uh, uh, I was, uh, because the, I'd lost because of the savings and loan crisis and the and, and everything that had happened. And financially, I had taken a, a job on the road and was coming home one weekend a month, uh, pretending to be married. We had two kids uh, that were high school and, and just out of high school. And uh, my wife took me to the airport one day. Uh, and uh, it's a longer story than this, but she handed me a letter as I got out of her little 300 ZX Nissan and barely could get out of it. Um, and the letter said, I want a divorce. And uh, I'd been to, uh, she hit the gas and about tore my hand off as I took the letter. Um, you know, I'd been to one uh, OA meeting already. And uh, uh, because a counselor, we'd had to go to counseling because uh, uh, because we'd been talking about a divorce. We went to counseling and, and I went to an individual counselor and he'd been sober in AA 20 years. And he said, uh, he listened to me for an hour and said, listen, I want you to go to Overeaters Anonymous. And he said, when you've gone for a year and you're ready to be honest with me, he said, you come back and talk to me. And I, it pissed me off. I, he, he essentially called me a liar, but I was, you know, it's, but it's still irritated because I had cash register honesty, but I certainly didn't have any honesty about who I was and what I was feeling. Um, so, um, but anyway, that day when she handed me that letter, I got on that airplane and normally those travel days from Phoenix, Arizona, I was going to, to Allentown, Pennsylvania. Those travel days would have been uh, perfect days. They were always perfect days for me to eat and drink my way through the day because I had no responsibilities. But that day I didn't. That day I sat on that airplane. I sat in those uh, terminals where I was changing planes and I, and I looked at that letter and I looked at my life and I said, I'm, I'm morally, physically, spiritually bankrupt and, uh, uh, as well as financially bankrupt. And, uh, you know, why, how have I gotten here? And what is this thing that has a hold of me? And I went to a second OA meeting that night and I listened and I, 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 I for the first, the first meeting I'd gone to, it was a large meeting and I'd spent my time checking the, phone list trying to figure out who was who so I because I knew that I was probably going to uh, 
get divorced and I needed to find the next Miss Wright. And uh, the second meeting, uh, it really didn't matter. What mattered to that second meeting was I, I knew my I knew my life was uh, in the in the till, and I needed help. And uh, I uh, I got a sponsor, and I got a food plan, and and I wish that that was the end of the story because that was that was March twelfth, thirty two years ago, and I wish I could tell you I've been sober since that day. I wish I could tell you I'd been absent since that day, but I can't. It, it has been a struggle. It had been a struggle. I, uh, I, I, I did make it almost two years off that meeting. Uh, I lost most of the weight. I was back down to my high school playing weight. And, uh, of course, uh, I was still crazy. Um, my head, my, I, my sponsor would ask me how I was doing and I would tell him how much weight I lost. And he would say, there's your vanity. How's your sanity? And, uh, you know, I don't think he ever knew how close he was to getting backhanded in those situations. <laughs> I'm not a violent man. I just, you know, that, but that irritated me. Um, but um, it, it, anyway, uh, I, I, I lost that weight. And, and of course, um, all that crap comes up, you know, uh, I'm, I'm single. Uh, I, I'm in shape. Uh, I'm looking good. I'm feeling good. I'm, you know. Uh, and all of a sudden, uh, I'm, I'm on the tear and, uh, I, you know, but I might've had the body of a 40 year old man. I might've had uh, some of the knowledge of a 40 year old man, but the truth is I had the emotional growth of a 12 year old boy in a lot of ways. And I couldn't handle heartbreak and disappointment. And, and I, I found heartbreak and disappointment. I got in a relationship. I moved here to Tulsa. I got in a relationship with a woman who, uh, let's just say she wasn't yet divorced. Another way of saying she was married. Um, she got pregnant. We had a child and she decided that um, she didn't want to play on the, on the same team anymore. Um, and, uh, you know, uh, God bless her. She had to make a choice and I still love her and I, I want her to be happy. But uh, that didn't make me happy. And I went into a tailspin and I went into, uh, uh, you know, I wasn't ready for that kind of heartbreak. And uh, that was the love of my life. I, uh, um, and what do we do? You know, what did I do with fear? What do I do with heartbreak? Um, in that relapse, I hit 520 pounds and, uh, you know, I am a real compulsive overeater. There's no doubt, uh, in my mind. And, uh, you know, I tried a lot of things. I, I, I tried see how, um, you know, they work the steps. Uh, and it's a great program, uh, you know, for a lot of people to work the steps with a notebook and they only let me do one question a day. And I, if I'm going to, if I'm going to go, if I could handle this disease, if I could handle life without the steps, without the spiritual awakening as a result of the steps, I wouldn't need this program. I need this program because of what it offers me in terms of a, of, of a spiritual solution. And I have, and to get to that spiritual solution, I have to work the steps and I have to work the steps uh, quickly and diligently and, and, and thoroughly. And, um, you know, for a long time, I had um, drug my feet on the steps. I drug my feet on step four. There were a lot of things I didn't want to confess to, you know, there's a lot of things I didn't want to tell anybody. Um, you know, I, I was, uh, some of them, I was both proud and ashamed, uh, 
you know, but I didn't want to tell anybody. And there were certain things I didn't want to make amends for, you know, I didn't want to make amends to people that had harmed me if I thought they'd harmed me as if I didn't want to make amends if I harmed them, if I thought they harmed me as well, you know, why should I make amends to you when I felt like your harm to me was more egregious than my harm to you? You know, that made sense to me. Uh, uh, it, it didn't occur to me that we make those amends to heal ourselves that, uh, you know, that allowing people to live in, in, in my head in a resentment is hurting myself. I, 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 I might've understood that intellectually, but I wasn't ready to accept it. Um, you know, and so I drug my feet and, uh, I, I, I would make stabs at it, but I was either not thorough or not honest or not, you know, I didn't complete it. And, uh, you know, I had a lot of excuses. Uh, there weren't uh, a lot of men around to, uh, uh, to sponsor a lot of, most of the women didn't want to sponsor men, uh, yada, yada, yada. I couldn't find the right sponsor. I couldn't find the right ink pen. I couldn't find the right piece of paper to write on. All those were good excuses for not finishing that fourth step. All those were good excuses to me for not getting that ninth step done. And, and, uh, you know, besides the first two years, all I'd had was a food plan and meetings and the tools, and it seemed to work for a while. So why should I, why should I need this spiritual awakening <clears throat> as a result of the steps? And nobody had pointed out to me that those tools are simply crutches. They're crutches and handrails that we give each other in order to help us get through to the point where uh, we have the freedom from the food obsession, where we get through to the point where the promises of the 9th, 10th, and 11th, and 12th steps start to come true in our lives. That, that uh, you know, we, we use these things, we use this, this crutch of, a, a, of meetings, the crutch of, of the fellowship, we use that in order to support ourselves until we get there. Until five we, minutes. Five minutes. minutes. Great. So I'm going to read to you. I'm going to read to you from page 25. And there is a solution. And in in, uh, to the top of the page, it says, there is a solution. Thank God there's a solution. huh? You know, we, we could have a cancer that didn't have a solution. But we have a, a disease that has a solution. Almost none of us liked the self-searching, the leveling of pride, the confession of shortcomings, which the process requires. <coughs> Excuse me, I'm getting over a cold. Um, which the process requires for its successful culmination. But we saw that it really worked in others, and we'd come to believe in the hopelessness and futility. <coughs> Excuse me, that we'd hope we'd come um, to believe in the hopelessness and futility of life we'd been living. We therefore we we were approached when therefore we were approached by those in whom the problem had been solved. There was nothing left for us to do but pick up the kit of spiritual tools laid at our feet. We found much of heaven, and yet we have been rocketed into the fourth dimension of existence, of which we had not even dreamed. The great fact is this, and nothing less, that we've had deep and effective spiritual experiences, which revolutionized our whole attitude towards life, and towards our fellows, and towards God's universe. Some people say that I could come off pretty harsh sometimes. And, and I come off, and, and I, I apologize if I come off too harsh sometimes, but this disease has robbed me. 
It's robbed me of life. Uh, it's shortened. I'm 71 years old. It's it, it, I, I have health problems that are a result of carrying all that weight for the years that I did. Uh, it's robbed me of enjoyment of life. It's robbed me of, uh, it, it's robbed me of my, uh, 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 my hobbies. It's robbed me of, of my relation and my relationship with my children. It's robbed, robbed me in the activities I can do. Um, it is a, a terrible thief. And, uh, um, you know, I, I'm passionate about the idea that there is a solution and, and that it's important that we, uh, as a group of recovered people, that, that we remain laser focused on, on presenting that solution. And that solution is the spiritual experience as the result of, this, of these steps. It's important, I believe, uh, it's important to me that having had that opportunity, having come to it through a crisis, a uh, health crisis uh, 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 that was a result of this disease, having come to it on my knees because I tried everything else that, that I tried and it didn't work, that having come to and finally accepted the, uh, this uh, solution, that I passed that solution on and that I'd be clear about that solution. There is no, there, there, for me, there is no other path. For me, there's no other solution. But this total surrender to God, this total uh, cleaning, clean house, uh, you know, take inventory, clean house, make restitution, and carry the message that if I don't do those things on a daily basis, that I, that I, I will be lost, that the disease that my sponsor always says this disease will tackle me from behind. And uh, it, there's no harder way to be tackled than tackled from behind. Um, you know, the, the, the three Ps, this disease is permanent, it is progressive, and it's fatal. And I know I'm alliterating the fatal, <coughs> but I'm doing that so you'll remember uh, when, I, when I talk that, that this, dis degrees, this disease is permanent. I'm never going to get rid of it. It's progressive. It's going to continue to grow whether I'm in recovery or not. I have to enlarge my spiritual life. And it's fatal. It is fatal to, it, it's, it, we can be the walking dead. It's that kind of fatal. Uh, it, it robs us of life. It robs us of, of, uh, of the passions of our life. And it robs us of the time on, on this earth. And um, yet there is a solution. And there is a solution, and the solution is a spiritual solution. It's working those steps so that I have that spiritual awakening. And uh, with that, I'm going to pass. Thank you for having me.